Welcome to Absolutely Not Sis, where we discuss all things grief, life, turning 30, speaking your truth, and learning how to say absolutely not sis in a world where we're all conditioned to say yes, yes, yes. Hello there, my beautiful friend Courtney. Hey girl, hey. Oh god, that was <laughs> bloody Mariah mixed with a bit of like um, Whitney, a little bit of Christina, a little bit of Christina. You know, I can't not sing. Okay, I was actually going to try yeah. this week just to say hi there, welcome to the podcast, but I can't do it. She can't do it. She's too joyful. I know. I'm just too joyful. Joyful, joyful, Lord, we adore thee. Do you know that one? No. God of glory, Lord. Considering I do not love Jesus or Jesus yeah. or, or Jesus Christ, I love that song. That's from Jesus Sister Christ. Christ. Jesus Christ. I just made that up. Oh my God, that's Jesus so Christ. I thought you were going to start singing Joy to the fishes and the deep blue sea. Ooh, joy to you and me. Whoa, whoa. Welcome everybody. How are you today on this beautiful Monday? It's our musical take two. Absolutely. It's so so great to be here. It's so, so great, great to have to you be here. here and to be radiating beautiful energy together because we were not earlier talking about drum roll please, the bit that is Louise Wallace. Today on the show we will be discussing Louise Wallace and her horrific comments she made on public television. And how much of a has-been she is and it was never that she always has been. And like sister you've got an opinion that's fine we all have our opinions and remember this is our opinion piece today so if you are a huge Louise fan. Or if you are Louise. Or <laughs> <laughs> Jokes she's Louise. not listening. But, like, we understand that she, yeah, has a voice and she was speaking her truth and that's great and we don't want to sit here and bash her. But, but I also just want to say if that's her truth, her truth really needs some work. Her truth really needs some work and she needs to really like, sit back and think about what, I can't even speak because it's pissed me off so much. I was saying to Laura today that I literally, here we go with the literally, I was on the drive home and I was thinking about how I, we really wanted to talk about this today. Yeah. And I was out loud speaking to myself about it because I hadn't really talked to anyone about how frustrated and angry yes. she made me. So I was talking to myself out loud to try and make sense of it because I was like, it just makes no sense to me how in this day and age, in 2022, we still have people that are body shaming, that have absolutely no idea about anybody's life or situation. At all. And I think for a bit of context, why don't we rewind the clock? Rewind oh, and give the, give the fam out there that may not have heard anything about this. Yeah, so... A bit of context um, of what we're waffling on about. So Louise Wallace is an absolute POS, if if you wanted to know. Like, I'm pretty that's sure that's her Wikipedia. piece of shit. <laughs> a POS. She. I never heard of it until Courtney was throwing around. She's a little POS. POS. So um, I'm pretty sure... What I remember her from was that absolutely... Awful take of um, mm. Real Housewives of New Zealand. No, she's but you are that, the weakest link. Goodbye. Yes. Yeah, she fucking is. All right, she, she is really the is the fucking link. weakest link. Um, but I remember her from when they tried to do a spin off of um, yeah, like, the Real, Real Housewives, Housewives, and it was the absolute most awful I ever. What a waste of time. Anyway, so she jumped on the AM show and thought she'd have some really good opinions about overweight people um, and how being overweight has been normalised and that we shouldn't be normalising fat bodies in fashion. And basically to gaffer tape our mouths shut and it wouldn't be a problem. And that everyone should just, you know, try and grow their own food so it's a bit healthier. As if we've all just got an abundance of money and time and resource to go and all start our own veggie patch. Like, yeah. fuck off. I think that I'm so frustrated on so many levels and I'm unfortunately not going to speak 
in the best way I possibly could because I am so annoyed. I'd love to be really articulate about it, but I just know that I'm going to get all waffled up. I think out of the two of us, though, you are the best to articulate this. I'll try. You've got, you've got, you've almost had experience as well. You know yeah. I, mean? I think for me, I was firstly frustrated because I was like, tap, tap, tap. First of all, you are speaking from so much privilege right now. Not only are you a white, wealthy woman. Yes. Let's just get that clear. A white, white, wealthy woman. Capital W. With a H in there. A white, wealthy woman. A hard H. <laughs> Not only are you a white, wealthy woman living in New Zealand, you are speaking from a genetic gene pool. Like, you are yourself a smaller human being. Okay? So, like... For you to even sit there and say anything about anybody's body that differs from your own is an absolute joke. And it frustrates me beyond measure that we have worked so hard um, as a society to go, hey, those bodies that we see in media are not what we all look like. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to be those people. It's okay to be the size six we see in media. I don't ever want anyone smaller than me to feel like they're not important either. Yes. But for many, many years, that's all we've seen and that's all that's been praised. And unfortunately, we've seen even people with those bodies be shamed for it. Like, you're too skinny now. You're, you're too, too this. skinny. You need to put on weight. It's like, we it's don't just like you can't win. what people are all going through. People do try to gain weight for whatever reason and lose weight for whatever reason. It shouldn't be put into these categories of, okay, you're, she said, bigger than a size 12. That's a normal size. Who gives her the, who's given her the right to quote what normal, normal is? is? And like, I'm not sure of the actual statistics, but I think um, the most average body size in New Zealand sits at like a 14 or something or a 16. 16. And I remember being a 14 or 16 and I actually was so much smaller than I am now. I've lived a size 14. I've lived a size 20. Mm -hmm. Like I've done the spectrum of sizing and I can tell you right now, people treat you differently the yeah. fatter that you are. 110%. And so for her to get on TV and have those comments about bodies that are very different to hers and that she thinks are normalizing disgusting behavior like being fat. Yeah. I can't even fathom how like I can't even explain how frustrated it makes me feel because I myself have experienced um the kindness from strangers as a size 14 and then like the um, standoffishness of strangers at a size 20. Really? And it sucks. And so having somebody suck. on the like TV that's normalizing old, disgusting, irrelevant opinions of people really, really does not sit right with me. And it made me so mad because we have worked really hard. We've got amazing brands like um, Ruby and Rain who catered yeah. to size like 28. That's we've got Friday, and Flamingo, uh, Friday Flamingo in New Zealand. We've got Stella Royal. Like we've got wow. these amazing brands that are going, hey, look at all these women who are beautiful and are shapely and have these bodies that are worth celebrating. Let's put them in these beautiful clothes and let them feel beautiful because I can't fucking tell you how minimal the choices were for plus size people not long, not many oh, years ago. 100%. And so like here I am sitting in my really pretty dress that I've had like seven compliments on today. It's stunning. And it's like this wouldn't have even been a choice for someone in my body size. And so now we've got this absolute dick getting on TV saying that we need to gaffer tape our mouths shut. First of all, sis, gosh, we're seven minutes in. I've got many more minutes to go. You go, sister. First of all, it's not just about what we put in our mouths. I'm not speaking just about me, but I know there are people that suffer with polycystic ovary syndrome, which always, if not, sorry, not all the time, but most of the time will present in gaining weight and really struggling to lose it. For sure. Women on the contraceptive pill. Women with trauma. Hello. Women on depression, like antidepressants. Antidepressants. Women with thyroid issues. Women with endometriosis. Women that have had babies. Women's, <laughs> women with eating disorders. Eating disorders doesn't need to mean, mean anorexia and bulimia. It can also mean overeating. Like binge and, eating and, and binge stuff. eating and 
all of that. So there is no way that she can sit there and just say that generalizing you it. are over the what she thinks is normal that you're all of a sudden unhealthy. And that doesn't mean that some of those people are not trying or you know maybe those people absolutely have tried and that's just their body type. Yeah. Like I um in my like size 14 time which I thought I was a huge heifer. I look back now and I'm like absolutely not. I know I what know. size I am now and I never was and I'm so mad that's that so I thought that. typical of females to now look back and reflect and look at photos and be like I thought I was so fat then and I so I, wasn't. Yes and I always say I wish I was as fat as I thought I was then. Yeah. Because 100%. I honestly would never imagine that I'd be this size but it's just um, like there's so many things. There's people that are out there gymming and no matter what they do, their bodies don't change, but they just are fit and healthy regardless of they're if they're an eight or if they're an 18. You see some of these incredible women, all males or non-binaries, lifting weights on all these CrossFit Instagram channels that I might stumble across and they are they are not, they don't have the six pack of a bodybuilder no. who I would assume Louise would think that they are healthy. Health. They have got strong, beautiful muscles and they can lift and they know what fuels their body and they know what to eat. And did you hear Valerie Adams has bit back? Oh my God, okay. Preach my sister. absolute favorite thing she said was go uppercut yourself. She said, what did she say? She I'm, said, oh, I just saw that. I don't know what the rest of it is, but oh, it literally just said, said uppercut if yourself. You think, if you think size 18s are unhealthy, go uppercut yourself. Or yeah. Something along those lines. But, but she but is a, a bigger, beautiful She is wahimi. so fit she, and such an like an, an inspiration, inspiration to people especially people of color that look like her and feel like her children that can go oh my gosh you look, look like me Adams. and look at you look at what you've achieved who cares why can't we just celebrate people and their success without even body having a problem like shouldn't body be, shouldn't even be in there it shouldn't even be attached it should be based on your your first of all your self-worth and self-love for yourself but also that the value of that person like Louise said, I went overseas and saw these women on these advertisements. These billboards. These billboards um, advertising fashion and they were just overweight and it's just normalizing them. It's like if there was a little girl sitting at the breakfast table with their mum watching this. I or, know. Or a teenager that's just been making themselves sick or a teenager that perhaps thought that they were overweight and they may have lost five kilos and now they might be down to a size 14 or 16. She's just gone and robbed them of all of that achievement. I know. And it goes more than just what the weight, it, more than just weight, it's mental health. There is suicide rates in New Zealand through the roof. That comment, and I know that we can't put all the blame on her because it was her, you know, two minutes of, of time on air, but a comment like that in such on such a national platform could really tip someone over And the I edge. think for me, I'm not only pissed off at her, I'm absolutely livid that they aired it and Same. that they laughed about her comments and nobody... Nobody on those couches pulled her up and said, "Hey, um, that's a like. Let's let's just be clear. The AM show doesn't all agree on that opinion. We don't yeah. actually all um, voice that here, or even." Well, that's interesting because don't you feel like it's important that we see lots of bodies in the media? Did you did you hear Melissa's response? No. Oh, Melissa did. She, oh, she, on the day? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah on yeah, that yeah. interview, she tried to, and she worded it really well, and she she was quite taken back. She said, "You can't think that." Um, there shouldn't be an attachment to the number on the scales and looking at somebody and assuming that they're unhealthy. And then the co-host, I don't know his name. I actually know their names. He said, um, you can't go and assume that everybody's unhealthy based on their size. They could have a number of um, health issues. So you can't paint them all with the same brush. And she goes, she just blew it off and said, um, we should all put gaffer tape on those, those people's mouths. 
And then tonight, while I was researching before the potty, they actually, like a day or two ago, just them, just the host, went on air and said, look, we just want to touch back on it because Melissa, the beautiful host, had posted a picture of her in a lovely dress on her Instagram. And since that time, since that Louise Wallace one got aired, she's now received some really awful comments on this picture of her in her dress saying, I can't believe that you condoned um, that opinion, blah, blah, blah. And so she's gone on air and just done like a general comment like, I didn't condone it in any way, shape or form. If anything, I was a little bit taken back. I've been on a journey of being fixated on the number, on the scales and the size that I was for after having a baby and loving the skin that, I, that I'm in. Blah, blah, blah. So they've tried to sort of calm the waters that Yeah, way. I don't know if that still works for me. I feel like that, there should have been a comment instantly after going to add. Well, like, first going of all, to if, add. if they can't produce it themselves, they've got a producer in their ear that could have said, whoa, 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 call Louise yes. out right now. We're going to yes. get a whole lot of backlash. Absolutely. But the AM show, not a but, because I'm not condoning it, on that note, the AM show is very... They say all sorts of weird shit. I know they do. I know, but I'm like, that's. I don't feel. I just feel like there's a there's a um a better responsibility of people to like call to say, oh, we can't assume that. No, no, no. Like actually pull her up because what she was saying was not just fat people are yucky. Yeah, it was really really nasty and and targeted and awful, and it went on for too long. It It should have been like, sorry, Louise, we're actually not going to continue this conversation because that's not what we believe as a show. Done. Yeah, done. Done. Just nip it in the bud. Um, so I feel like it almost if it took long enough for her to go and post a photo of herself in her dress or whatever not saying it's her fault yeah but if it took long enough that tells me that the apology didn't come early enough yeah because they should have known better they should have known they were going to get backlash because it was yuck but first of all second of all third of all it was a yucky thing to say and let's move on and we if we put louise wallace at the end of the show and we pulled it out absolutely absolutely not what would we say Absolutely, absolutely not, not, sis. I think you're going to say not. absolutely fucking not. So oh, I was yeah, trying we can, to, we can do, yeah, oh, you're like, absolutely. <laughs> I was trying to lap rant, so I knew what you were yeah. going to say. Um, but, yeah, so we just really wanted to touch on that. Obviously, that's been a bit of a rant for us. But um, a girl that I know, Justine, or a lady I know, was on um, breakfast this morning talking about it because she posted a beautiful photo oh, and a bit cool. of a letter to Louise on Instagram, and then um, Maddie McLean reached out and was like, "Be on the show with us," because he said, um, "The like the opinions expressed on the AM show would never ever fly on breakfast." So come on over, so go TVNZ, go TVNZ, you go girl. But yes, I know sometimes people make mistakes in the moment, and you can be really taken aback, and you think, "What do I say now?" And you do think, "Hindsight, man, I wish I said more." Yeah, but you know that's part of being on TV, and I think it's really important that um, we represent. All people when we're on the media, and we make sure that all that nobody is not like, like nobody's being put down all in that way. All sizes, all colors, all shapes. Like we are not defined by the numbers on the and scale. We're we sitting not... here with our um, quote unquote woke ass opinions. Exactly, but like yeah, it actually is. <laughs> but it actually is really scary how many people agree with her. Um, yes. I was looking through some. I try not to look at Facebook comments anymore because you can get absolutely like really? dragged in. But I was looking at some under one of the posts, and this lady was like, "I think she was coming from concern." I was like, "No, Deirdre, she absolutely was not coming from concern. Deirdre, she was yeah. coming from a stupid opinion that was so uneducated and so one-sided." And that's a good word, uneducated. As I watched it, because I watched it again, she was really speaking so. In a, in a flimsy way where she wasn't actually properly like, like she wasn't giving any backing to what she, she had to yeah, say yeah she didn't give you a good sentence and then backed it up or made it feel like she was super passionate it felt nasty yeah it didn't feel like wow she's coming from experience or she's coming from a place because she used to be overweight or she has friends you know that have been on but a that's health it. journey 
you cannot tell me she doesn't know someone personally who is over a size 16 and how offended oh, that would have made them feel. I know. And what, I'm like, you don't have a friend, a partner, a brother, a sister, a sister-in-law. Like, you don't have anyone in your life yeah. that might represent the, like, and, demographic of the people that you're putting down. And what I hated is she sat there and goes, well, look at us four. We're all normal size. And then said, is it Nathan, the lead singer? Honestly, oh, I have no idea. That guy that was sitting next yes. to her. She goes, oh, but you're a little bit skinny. And I was like, even that's bad. You can't, can't just know. go and throw around this word. Oh, even though you're a little bit skinny. And he goes, hey, I've been working out. But he could have had an insecurity that you've yes. just gone and, like, I mean, I think about how horrific we were as teenagers being, like, go and eat a pie to our skinny oh, friends, you know? Gosh, like, I know. And I think back, and I'm like, what a bitch. You should never have said that. Yeah. Um, or, like, you know, if, it would be like someone saying to me, go and stop eating pies or whatever, you know? Like, oh, I know. But, but like, you know, with with age, you think you learn things. And she is much older than us, and she still hasn't learned anything. So. It's disgusting. But then on that note, it is sort of that generational And mindset. I hate that as an excuse, though. I'm it like, there's is. never... You can never, I, I do. You as well. always, there's never a chance, there's never not a chance to learn. You always can learn no matter what your age. You've always got a chance to learn something new, develop your ideas, um, grow as a person, change your mindset. There's no, there's no, you, I'm too old for that. You always have a chance to unlearn the shit. Yes, that it's you like know. that. Do you remember a few years back there was that crazy old lady that rung like talk back and was like um, having a go because we were trying to encourage people to speak the Māori language correctly for place names oh, and it was great. something like I think there was I think the conversation may have been I'm not quite sure but about changing place names like or pronouncing them correctly and she's like um it was something like I think about maybe like Tomara Nui or something she's like it's Tamara Nui oh, and that's what it's always yeah. been and he's like but it isn't darling like the language is Māori and this no that's what I know and that's what I'm going to call it and I'm not going to change my mind and they're like but do you understand that that's not what it's called? And he goes, well, if you can say croissant, or you can say, like, you know, yeah. then you can say yeah. Nui. And she was just like, she could not say that that's the same thing. Isn't that serious? Like, if you can say bonjour, yeah. then you can say taupo. Exactly. Like, you've got the effort there, exactly. you can do it. And she just couldn't see it as the same thing. So it I'm just, just like... That just irks me on so many levels, as we're all well aware, like pronunciation guys get it on. get it get it girl but it's like for you i mean we'll probably roll off into this yes. all about you know self-love and, and body image body image and it's such a big one and it's something that you know we've talked about doing a self-love app and brady rara and, and we didn't realize that so much would come out about weight but unfortunately for women that's what a lot of our you know mental health yes. and self-love is often um based around yeah. which is really sad and for me I had to do a lot of unlearning about all the things I thought about myself, thought was what was healthy, um, my perception on others. But I'm, I, you know, I, I see all these people in the media and, you know, we grew up with a, with a white single, not white, sorry, white skinny um, model in the yes. media. We grew up with like um, the Spice Girls even yes. as like body image. Yeah. And we grew up with... Um, Kate Moss and yeah. Angelina Jolie and Britney Spears and yeah. and all those very slim women, which is fine. Yeah. But like, but I don't, I don't. Maybe I just haven't got a good memory. But I don't remember ever being affected by what I saw in the media. Subconsciously, we would have been, but not subconsciously. Maybe not like actively going, I want to look like her. Why don't I? Yeah. But subconsciously, we would have been going, 
Okay, so um, she's blonde and blue-eyed. She's blonde and blue-eyed. She's blonde and blue-eyed. Yeah. She's wearing crop top. She's wearing crop top. She, like, you know, like I think yeah, all, it, it conditions you without you realizing, and that's media. Like you're getting conditioned, like social subliminal, media, subliminal, subliminal messaging, messaging, all that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Even just the wording and articles, we might not have gone. And I think because it was quote unquote normal, we were looking at the wording or the pictures and going, "Oh my god!" You know, yeah. like that was just. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's so right. That's so true. I just remember. I mean, I was Britney obsessed, and that's I so just lovely. wanted to be a big. Um, I just wanted to be Britney Spears, but I never thought, oh no, I, I'm never going to be a good dancer at my jazz ballet classes because I don't look like Britney. Yes. You know, I think for me, from such a young age, I just accepted that I was a bigger girl. Um, when I like my first sort of I ideas around womanhood and self love came at the early beautiful little old age of nine when I got my period amazing I just can't believe that you had to do that so early what a wild time that's eh? so young I think about the kids that I teach at school and I'm like oh my gosh that's so little one of my nieces is nine and I'm like have you guys talked to her because holy crap that is that can happen and I was at my dad's as well for the weekend so he was just all sorts of confused lesson but I yeah I hit puberty very young I um would do dance, yeah, dance classes with Drew Lane, shout out Drew Lane, and for any of you out there who remember those bright turquoise leotards <laughs> with the turquoise tights and the turquoise like togs, like not togs, leotard that yes. would come up and it was like this bright green and because I was so like hitting puberty, I was super sweaty because I was already a sweaty Betty as it was and so I would sweat that much that it would like discolour the, the green on the leotard and I was the big thigh girl. I was short and stocky. Well, no, when I was nine, I was probably this height. So I was a bit of like a weird, ugly duckling, like crooked teeth. Just Surely you weren't this tall at nine. Not this tall, but, but I was But close to being tall. taller than other people. I was like a, an amazing gold eagle keep for you my age girl. because I was so tall. And then I just yes. stopped growing at like year eight. And yeah. I feel like I've just been the same height ever since. <laughs> if you know what I mean? Yeah, like you hit your height, your growth yeah. period and it like peaked. Yeah, but I had, I had a terrible, terrible self-esteem. And again, yeah, subliminal messaging, probably a big part of that was the media. But it was also just... Um, and I love my family, but it was throwaway comments from from siblings, e.g. brothers, yeah. and my dad, um, without them realizing what was behind it. And at the time, I probably didn't realize it as much. But no. I've been, I've been like, I've been. My nicknames growing up was like Pumba and Porkchop and Piggy, and like I just, you know, as we've said in our personality ones, we're the funny fat girls, so yes. we we make a joke out of it before anyone else can. But to make them not feel uncomfortable. Yes. You know, let's address the white elephant in the room. Yes. Oh, here comes Sweetie Betty Laura, or here comes Porkchop, or like, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, I, I was a, I had a, we, the Watsons had big appetites, and me probably the biggest, and I used to serve up a lot of shit on my plate. <laughs> and, and then over the years, yeah, I kind of, you know, you go through that stage at high school when you do lose the, the puppy fat. Yeah. Um, and I was, yeah, really like, all through my dancing years, it was kind of up and down, and then it wasn't till yeah I left um, left school and and had a drastic weight gain, and it was at that time where I did really look at what was online, and that's when Facebook and you know oh God I think do you know what I was thinking the other day yeah. you helped set me up my very first Bebo and Facebook. And so yeah, oh you gosh. were like my Hi. first Bebo friend and then Facebook friend. Get out. I'd love to go back and look at Oh my Bebo's. god, how I know, it'd be so great. That would be cool. But like just seeing, yeah, a lot more 
you know, images and stuff in the media pop out, then when you're older and you're like, oh my God. And I got to a place where I just, yeah, thought that I would be like that forever. And then how I perceived myself was horrific. And I went on a yeah, massive weight loss journey, but that wasn't for anyone else other than myself. Yeah. I wasn't pressured from anybody. I, I wasn't bullied. I mean, yeah, my dad can call me pork chop for the rest of his life. I don't care. But, you know, it yes. was like something that I needed to do And it's funny me. because, like, he's not doing it to say it to me. me no. To it's like a term of endearment it's to just, him It's just my cute little nickname. Like, yes. mum would call me Poppet or Sparkle and dad would call me Pumba or Porkchop. Like, it's okay. <laughs> like, I'm the baby of the family. I'm yes. a cute little Pumba. It's going to be okay, you know. Yes. But without realising that probably had quite a lot of damage. And, yeah. You know, and it's, I'm not putting blame on him, but it's like, wow, that that is a lot to tell a little yes. bit. And so then, yeah, my weight loss journey was nothing but for myself and over, I think I moved to London back in yeah, 2016 and I was almost 100 kilo, which was the biggest I'd ever been, um, and tried to lose weight on and off. And then I would, I had an, I had an eating disorder at, at the end of it. I did um, keto and fasting for like a year on and off and it got really, really bad. I was counting every carb and every calorie and... I was doing live and care work with the elderly and I'd make them banana bread and the smell, because I'd only let myself have 20 grams of carbs per day and 500 calories, which is nothing, oh, and I'd be making this banana bread and my mouth would literally be watering because I hadn't eaten anything. All I'd had is eggs and lettuce and broccoli and I'd, I'd take a bite of the banana bread, chew it and then spit it out in the bin. And I didn't realise at the time, I've, I've never made myself be sick, never been bulimic, no. and I really feel for females that, you know, do go down that path, because this wasn't that, but I was like, wow, Laura. Could have been a gateway, couldn't it? Could have been a gateway, and I was doing it without realising. And then, But I, it was actually a really damaging Yeah, thing. I would chew and then spit out the banana bread, and fuck, it tastes good though when you chew it. I got so crazy that I'd, count, I'd stress out that there was, um, like, too many like artificial sweeteners or whatever in herbal tea and that if I'm going to go and have that raspberry herbal tea is my body going to react the same way as if I'm having sugar and store it even though I know there's no sugars in it you know yeah. what I mean well, I got really obsessed and I got down to my goal weight and when I hit that goal weight I still wasn't happy and I hit it right like the day before my um, European travel and it was the lightest I've ever been in my adult life and, of course, you go backpacking around Europe for fucking 12 weeks, you're going to gain five kilos. I came back and shredded that five kilos all off again, doing the same horrific 40-hour fast I'd do every Sunday night till Tuesday morning. I was boot camping five days a week, eating nothing but either a fried egg and broccoli or I'd do Jesus. mashed eggs, mayo, and, and wrap them up in a lettuce cup and just, like, lemon water and just so much water. And the, old, the oldies would be like why aren't you having any, like, lamb chops and potato with us? And I just had to lie to them and say, oh, I've got a lot of allergies, so I can only have eggs. And they must have thought, what the heck? Like, this eggy what girl? Is, what is this weird Do you girl? like, random off-topic, lots of farts, surely? Um, Not too many Gassy farts, girl. because it was only really two eggs a day, some right. lettuce and some broccoli. Um, Great bowel movements, though. Absolutely <laughs> no wipers come at me. Um, but then I'd go and have like a Sunday binge maybe once a month where yeah. I would just go and eat a whole block of chocolate, make myself feel sick. But to be honest, when I did keto and fasting, I was probably in the best 
one of the best mental states and um, physical states I've ever been in because everyone knows all the effects on keto but long term it's terrible for females, terrible for well, hormones and not sustainable. I um, read the other day that fasting in general is actually really poor for women's bodies. I feel like, did you tell me that as well? Yes, I feel yeah. like you, we talked about it, maybe not on the podcast, I'm not sure. Yeah. Sometimes I get blurred. I know, I know. It's like, what have we talked about? But I think you talked about it and then I think maybe my phone must have been listening because then I got like a suggestion and yeah. I was reading it and actually how... Women's bodies are not meant to be. We are not meant to be in that famine mode at no. all. It is good to replenish cells and give your body a chance to properly rest and digest, and it can help with immunity and stuff. But if we're talking about reproductive systems and hormones, it is terrible. And I sometimes look back now and think, has that got any contribution to my endometriosis? Yeah, interesting. Um, because I was still like fasting till lunch, probably this time last year. Like I'd make sure I'd finish eating by six, and I wouldn't eat till twelve. So it's like an eighteen-hour fast, and yeah. that's just silly. Um, and yeah, so now, as we all know, I'm madly in love and I've gone from being a keto who would eat no food to now predominantly being a vegan like five days of the week with Sam, which people think is very entertaining. I can't, I don't cook meat in the house, I don't eat meat in the house and I love my life and, and what I consume and I love the way I look now and the likes of Louise Wallace going on air and saying ridiculous comments did give me a little trigger from many many um many avenues like i felt really i almost felt targeted in a way and that's yeah. how she made other people feel but um i know how to sort of work through that myself and i just i hope that females out there that heard heard it have just absolutely not at her and and know that her words don't define you at all and certainly not the number on the scales i didn't weigh myself i met sam four years ago i didn't weigh myself for like three years and i used to weigh myself twice a day and it's like why why for I what reason say, and, yeah. then people, and then people would be like oh i've got the weight i want so they go to the toilet and then yeah. they'd be, be like okay good it was just like whatever yeah it's just You're a like, no yeah man. i used to weigh myself in the morning go do my boot camp i wouldn't drink for out throughout the 60 minute boot camp then come home and weigh myself and be happy if it was 200 grams less i was in i was actually doing a boot camp um challenge at the time and i did win two of the challenges and you the, the trainer it. was right. just like You've gained muscle, you've lost fat and body mass. Like, how how are you doing this? Like, fat, sorry, fat mass and weight. Yeah. And I just said, I'm keto. And he goes, you're one of those crazy ones. He said, good on you. You've now won the $50 voucher, but it's not sustainable. And I would, like, roll my eyes and be like, it absolutely is. I absolutely can. Yeah. And now I'm five kilos heavier than my lightest weight. And I'm happy. And I'm fucking deadlifting 100 kilos and squatting, like, 75. And I don't get hung up on the numbers anymore yeah. i still have my days where i feel you know jiggly and ugly and wobbly and got all the things that i wish wouldn't jiggle when i walk yes, or you know course. when you wave and the the old arm keeps waving but you know you just got to embrace yourself and just detach from what this quote-unquote normal is as long as you feel good or you've got that pair of jeans that makes you feel good or you know you just can look in the mirror and love yourself absolutely which, which is a long journey for some people absolutely yeah and it was just it was funny growing up my whole life because mum would just say like you're just big boned like did you ever get told that all the time yeah you're just big boned but then my mum bless her would say to me like you, you know you're big boned but at least you've got a nice tan <laughs> All right, thanks, Mum. Cheers, Mum. That's my call to Māori coming out, so I'll just take the tan, but I'm allowed to be big bones. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I sort of stemmed from this crooked teeth, big big booty bitch, um, a little bit sweaty with my little rosebuds <laughs> popping through my little leotard, to now just not giving a fuck, eating what I want, eating more intuitively as well when I'm hungry. Yes. 
and move my body and maybe fucking Louise Wallace will say that I am unhealthy because my BMI is 31 and the BMI is so fucking outdated and horrific. No one should ever go by well, it. Well, the BMI, doesn't the BMI say that um, most all blacks are overweight? Because yeah. it's so, Morbidly like, obese. Yeah, yeah I was morbidly obese, yeah, for many years, according to the BMI. It's such a load of shit. But when she said, like, size 12, that should be normal. I'm like, you are so deluded, woman. Like, so, like do you realise that we actually have so many amazing cultures in our, in our country too, and we all are made up of different, like, we just look different. We just are different. Our body types are just different. We can't we be eat the same. different kinds of foods like yeah we, we bought like it's just it's just crazy i remember you telling me a story once about when um you would take bo to plunkett and they oh, would get on your case yeah about like i would take bo to plunkett and it was kind of during pandemic time so the first time they were like oh sorry you can't come because of covid but let's do it over the phone yeah and i was like great and they're like how old is he blah 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 went through the list i think he was like eight months old at the time i don't even know yeah maybe older and then they'll and then they were like and what's his weight and i can't remember what it was but when i said it they were like oh um, it's dead Samoan. I was like, oh, sorry, Samoan. Is oh, Samoan. Samoan. I was like, uh, nope. <laughs> and she kind of like laughed it off. And at the time I was like, <laughs> and then I was like, actually, no, what a generalistic, like, How? Bo is a big boy for his age. Um, because Plunkett, okay. yeah, like, but he's actually so healthy. He doesn't look out of proportion. He's actually really tall. Like, you look at him now, and I think he's like 25 kgs almost, almost. Look how maybe tall 20, that is. maybe like 23 kilos, and he's only like three and a half. But he's very tall, and it's very proportioned. Like, he's not this big little, at all. like, you but know. But even if he was maybe a little bit big or a little he's bit rolling, only three he's and healthy. A half. And he rides his bike all the time, and he's running around the house like a crazy You're lunatic. You're not feeding him full sugar coke, and you know, he grow-ups. No, he's, no, he's eating, I mean, like, I'd love him to eat more vegetables, but we're through the three and a half stage where we just really don't like any food. But he's eating. Three and a half. I, I feel like he's such a proper, like, little dude. I he's feel like such he's, a like, dude. at school already or something. He's such a dude. I was like, I'm coming to Laura's tonight, and he's, like, stroking my hair, and he's like and when you come back make sure you come five times not three eh and I was like whatever you're saying absolutely I'll come at five times and he's like and make sure you come and say good night to me and you snuggle me this and I'm like yeah okay and he's like literally oh, you can't see obviously because he's oh. like stroking my hair oh, I really he's need so to cute so I missed you today oh, um, but you know like when she made that comment I was just like you're trying to say that obviously um it would be okay if a Samoan baby was 20 yeah. whatever kilos but because he's a white baby from white parents, I was like, girlfriend, if you saw us both, he's absolutely fine. Yeah. I was a big bubby. That wasn't because he was a twin, but yeah. whatever. Um, so just stuff like that. And I'm like, that's where the body issues start. And I'm no good because every now and then even I'll be like, oh, he's a big boy. Just trying to like, I know, again, cover it up. again, it's to cover it up because I'm like, somebody yeah, 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 sees yeah. it. And I'm like, actually, no. Like, if people say, oh, he's a big boy, I'd be like, yeah, he is, but he's really healthy and he's amazing and he's really nice and he's kind and he's, you but know, But even what? still, like, even them just saying, oh, he's why a big boy, matter? why is it coming with this negative... Like, um, oh, how old is he? Why is it coming with such a negative feel? Why can't it be like, oh, he's a gorgeous big boy, isn't yeah. he? As if you'd say to somebody, oh, she's a sweet little thing. Like, yes. if he's a really little person. Or like, yes. oh, she's cute. You know, I don't know. It's just people really need to choose their words wisely. And why do we have such a negative feel for the words like big and fat? Like, I understand. I fucking hate that word. But I hate, I, I personally do hate it when they use it in books. To describe yeah. like I hate it in children's the, books when they use it the to describe fat train driver. Yes, well you know that the fat controller for fuck's yeah, sake. And on oh. now from um, Thomas the Tank Engine. Like, are we kidding? Yeah. The fat controller. Yeah. Like, could we not just call him 
the, the, bloody, the, the happy, controller. Or the happy controller. The jolly controller. The jolly like controller. adults would be able to get the connotation if it was supposed to be yeah. about that. But the jolly, the fat controller, you bastard. And kids are reading this and it's going in. And then when we do books, it's always like, the fat cat. And then pussy cat. <laughs> the fat cat and pussy cat. I'm like, why can't it just be ginger cat or whatever? Yeah. Like, I'm like, we don't realise. Yeah. That this is what we're teaching because then kids feel like they can say it to people that look like those characters and that's not okay. Mm-hmm. When I was at the supermarket maybe two years ago, I this is when I was definitely noticing I'd gotten bigger after having Bo. And don't get me wrong, I'm, no dumb, I'm not a dumb bitch. I know what I look like and I've definitely gained a lot of weight and I'm disappointed about it. But it's my life at the moment. That's what I look journey. like. And if this it's is my journey story. and... Shit, mate, I don't have, and I'm just going to be straight up, I just don't, and people are going to roll their eyes, I just don't have the time for me right now. Yeah, like, for my journey to go to the gym five days a week, I don't have that time. Yeah, I'm podcasting all the so time, I'm working, I'm being a mother, I've got so many gigs on the go. But that that's keeps you healthy. Well, I'm busy You're... because I'm my mind is busy. I'm keeping yeah. healthy with my mind. I'm keeping socially busy. Like, yeah, exactly. so much going on. Yes, I would love to be able to go to the gym all the time and have that, but I just don't have it right now, and I'm sacrificing that because I've got other endeavours. 100%. So cool. Great, so you know, true. like... Yeah. But anyway, I don't know where I was going to go with that now. I'm getting a bit distracted. Two but, years ago. Oh, two years ago, I was in the supermarket, and... Um, I was going for the self-checkout, and I know that this kid was not being malicious, but this is what we're talking about. So I didn't even interact with this person. I was just grabbing something for the morning. I think I was grabbing yogurt and fucking pineapple because I didn't bring my lunch. Yeah. And this kid turned around and was like, oh, she's really fat. (gasps) And I looked at this kid, and I just said, that's really unkind to say to people. Good girl. And his mum went, we do not say that. And I just walked out, and I went and burst into tears oh in my car my because I was just like that kid didn't mean anything that's how he's by been. it he was just yeah. being he was just stating a damn fact yeah but he was he that... was just putting a label to something he yeah. was probably only four or five yeah maybe not five but little and so I was like I knew that he wasn't trying to hurt my feelings he's a little kid but shit like that's the last thing I needed walking in yeah. knowing that I'd gained a lot of weight knowing I look different knowing I don't like it it just wasn't a time it's never going to be a good it's time it's never going to be a good time and so like I mean anyway. I've used to it because back in the day when I was much smaller let's be honest like a good 35 kilos lighter yeah. I would still get comments from daycare kids blah, blah, blah. oh you're too fat to sit in there or you're too big to go and in there it's just little fucks <laughs> like they are so honest and refreshing but it's like okay why uh yeah where have you seen this why have you been told it's okay yes. to say this they probably haven't they just roll it's off. just what it's I totally get it like yeah. kids aren't being malicious you know the difference but when you're th- two or three like even Bob like you're too big but he just means like you're an adult yeah yeah but yeah. when kids like you're too fat you're too this I used to always be like people all come in different sizes yeah you know and like I remember your um I remember another story you were telling me about um when you went for a drink and that idiot from university oh this yes. is gonna make everyone fucking want to go hunt this person down you want to make your blood boil mate you're just sitting yeah. there so i was um, out with my friends on the town out of the town out of the town our booty popping yeah. at the <laughs> and we were out in a bar and we were with some friends and it was like i don't know like crazy you know good old hamilton like saturday night just like and yes and i bumped into this guy that i went to you like we lived in the university halls or whatever and um 
people had made jokes that you know how they people are stupid. You know how people are real dumb. You know how people are like really dumb. And back in the day, like our, our parents and stuff would normalize. Like if people are mean to you, it means they like you. Oh yeah. If he's poking on you on the same pet, he totally wants to be your boyfriend. If he's doing that, he really wants you. He wants to tongue kiss you. Hundred percent. Um, not that our mum's just said that, but you know what I mean. <laughs> so like, remember when people were stupid and would say that? When I would go, like line up and stuff, people were like, oh, he would, he would be really mean to me, and I was like, bro, what have I done to you? Like I'm a pretty straight up bitch, and so I don't take no shit. Yeah. So like if somebody's gonna go for me, I'll fucking go back 110. Yeah. So he'd muck around and so I'd muck around back and like just thinking like don't try me boy. Yeah. Anyway, people would be like, I think he likes you and I was like, I really don't. I just think I he's don't an believe asshole. In that. Yeah. I don't believe he's that just I really just think he's a prick. Like when we're eighteen years old, I really don't think that's a thing anymore. Yeah. Let's grow um, up. Yeah, anyway, so many, many years later we bumped into each other while we were out and about and I sat down and had a yarn to him, just like, How are you going? Yeah. He was probably a little bit larger when I had met him originally. And he had lost a lot of weight and he was doing some type of fitness, maybe like in the realm of like kickboxing, martial arts, yep. something like that, where you touch bodies a lot with other people and yeah. you're not physical. Nice. Anyway, he, I don't even know how it got, we got talking about it, but we ended up yarning and somehow it got to the comment of, oh, honestly, Courtney, if you just lost a little bit of weight, you would be so beautiful. Oh my God. <laughs> and at that moment, the world just literally stopped and I heard it all in slow motion and I just stared at him and I was just like, has this happened? Do people, I was like, I've heard this in movies. I've heard people make these yucky comments in movies, but I've never, ever thought that someone would be that stupid and, and shallow and narrow-minded. To and think that it was okay, like to think that was a compliment. To think that that was a compliment and what, again, what gives you the right to ever comment on somebody's size in that way? I just, at that moment, I was like, I wish that I just said, You've always been a prick, and I'm so sorry I wasted my time talking to you. Oh my god, I wish I you wish said that it. I did, but I was so taken back that I just think I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go now. I'll see you later," because I was just like, "That is just so manipulative of a man to say." That is disgusting. Like, oh shit, man! If you were just a little bit smaller, I might think about it. I, I might not. Yeah, as if I'm ever gonna cha- like now, I'm gonna go change how I am so that you might. Yeah, look I'm not twice. gonna change anything. Just about- because that was your duty and you got thinner and you felt some more self worth. Good for you. Yeah, maybe you've felt external validation, but I don't need that, especially from you. I just was honestly gobsmacked, and then I saw my friends, and I was like. Well, that was a fucked up conversation. That you never thought you'd be. No. And then it's funny because I've watched his life. Well, not now. I literally would love to look him up and see what he's up to. You still alive, him? Um, But I... Like I watched his life kind of progress and watched him get girlfriends and lose them and still care so much about himself that I was like, do you know what? That's a you need to learn way more about yourself because that's an absolute fuck. He needs to have some time on his own and look inward and do a little bit of journaling. So I mean, and I look back then and I feel like I thought that I looked so great. Like I felt like I wasn't. I didn't have the image of the fat girl from high school, but I definitely had a lot of insecurities going into the uni halls because. The girls were just beautiful. Just, you know, like, I mean, all my friends I've surrounded myself with are beautiful girls. I yeah. have beautiful, beautiful friends. Great. And it just so happens that they're all very small girls. Yeah. It's not, it's not like I'm picking all the skinny girls. Well, I shouldn't yeah, say yeah. skinny, but you yeah, know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Like, I'm not small, picking all the small yeah. girls going, I want you, 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 yeah, you. Yeah, it's yeah. just what it is. It's just um, how it is. And so yeah. it is really hard when you grow up as the fat, funny girl because you have to grow a thick skin and 100%. cry about it behind people, like, behind closed doors because it's yeah. really hard when all of your friends are getting this beautiful praise and they're gorgeous and this and that and then you're just, oh, she's there. And sometimes it got to the point where it was like I would just talk to someone and I felt like they thought I was trying to, you know, 
I don't know, like get with them and they were like, oh my God, no. But I'm like, no, I'm just trying to be a person we're and talk to another to person. We're just trying to have manners and have a conversation. Yes. Like, what does this mean? I don't need any sympathy because I'm overweight. Yes. Like, what do and you... then now I'm like, um, I look back and there was a couple of good years where I felt really good about my weight and really good about me. I put a lot of effort into going to the gym and I got a PT and I loved it and then yeah. it all came crashing down and my dad died and the first thing I did was go and get like 30 chicken nuggets because... I needed I to feel, eat those yeah. feelings. I feel you. And then I just never was able to get back into the same routine. And then I just lost everything I worked really hard for. And it was really hard because I didn't enjoy it enough and understand how hard I'd worked. And I didn't, you know, like I didn't have that moment you had where you were like, um, I'd worked hard for this girl and yeah. I don't want to lose this. Yeah. I just, I didn't have that yeah. um, mindset. And so I just let it all go. And it was really sad. And I look back and I'm like, fuck, if only I just really I know, but had realized how much effort I put in because those are finally moments of terror. I know. They fucking come and get you at like 3am and you'd be like, if only this, if only that. And gosh, even just last year over Labor Weekend, I, everyone know, whoever knows me knows that I celebrate my birthday and it's an entire month. <laughs> um, so September. So again, I go and, you know, pretty much eat nothing and over-exercise for July, August, because I know birthday month is coming up. I absolutely live my best eating life all of September. It trickled into October, and then we're out at my sister's on the piss, and um, one brother had put on weight, and my sister felt a bit, you know, overweight, and so we said, fuck it, let's do a Watson Shred competition from now until Christmas, and we'll all put in 50 bucks each, and we got salmon, and I, I knew I had gained a lot of weight. I didn't realize it was, um, yeah, like five kilos more than what I am now, which was big for me. And we all had to stand on the scales in front of each other. Oh, God. And I was just like, it took me back to like, and normally I wouldn't care, but it just, it took me back to like just young days, you know, when you have to get weighed before a ride or you're at dance class or like I went to Weight Watchers once in Morrisville with mum and you have to get on the scales and it just took me back. And so I said, I'll just do it in the bathroom on my own. Like, I don't want anyone to see it. We're all quite drunk. So we've all got all this food and wine in our system and we're all writing down our weights. And I just, I took a picture of it on my phone and then jotted it in my phone as proof because one brother's like, you're just lying. Like, you know, because we would have all been, we would have all weighed a lot more because it was the end of the day. Anyway, long story short, um, again, I, I went into crazy mode. We had about six weeks and in the last week I... Yeah, I don't know why I'm even saying this out loud, but I know I'll never do it again, but I just went ballistic. I was like, yeah, 10, 11,000 steps a day, um, doing vigorous, vigorous exercise, just eating vegetable soup um, and scrambled eggs. And I won. <laughs> so I won 200 bucks, which I was so proud about. And I lost like seven kilos in six weeks. And it was great. Um, but I said to Sam, I vow to just never, ever do that again. And he hadn't seen that side to me because I haven't, I you haven't didn't, worried about your weight. I haven't worried way. because he's made me feel beautiful for the last how many years and loved every inch of me. And I just threw out my scales and I was like, I'm just going to eat and be happy and have a balanced life. And then here I am. And he's like, Laura, you need to eat. And he'd, he'd make dinner and I'd just be sitting there with my country ladle soup, only having half the can with like one crust kit and I'm like I've got to win because the Watsons are so competitive I was like I've got to win I've got to win I've got to win <laughs> and I won and walked away with $200 but I'm just never I'm never going to do that again like this year well the thing is is that you know it's not a sustainable thing so cool you did that to win the comp but then what you know yeah, what I mean exactly. like that's that crazy but you're always just thing. in competition with yourself but on that note it was like I'd look back in October and we were like a week or two into the challenge I'm like 
why am I even here? I haven't been in this position for years. Why am I now going to like fucking starve myself to win a competition and prove to my siblings that I'm fucking cool? Yes. But like I shouldn't have let myself get that out of control, Laura. What are you doing? Yeah. But it's, it's everyone's like own individual journey. It's that perception and that lens of like, you know, what you think about yourself. And I actually have um, a little something a little exercise to share with that. So let's, shall, I, let's, shall I dive into yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I I did dance class in London for about two years with a beautiful dance teacher named Kat who absolutely changed my life and changed my self-love game. Um, well, just amped it up a couple of notches, to be honest. And anyway, she'd hold these workshops and they were called goddess workshops because we're all goddess, goddesses. Release the goddess within. Love it. And so we turned up to this dance class one Sunday and it was all about self-love. And we had to bring our journals and we all sat around in a circle and she said, right, today we're going to get quite deep and I need you all to be very open-minded. Blah, blah, blah. So the first exercise was, um, could you all write down on your paper three things that you love about your personality? Ooh. Yeah. And so for me, that was easy, like, because I'd done the work and yep. I knew where who I was and what I stood for and what I think I'm great at. And so I listed off, like, um, I'm a great listener, I'm very reliable, and I'm always there for my friends, um, blah, 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 blah. You know, like, could you list off three? I know we've touched um, on this in our personality episode. Yeah, I think I've got a good sense of humour. Yes, I... Don't overthink it. Oh, I don't know. What is it, my personality? Yeah, good three. sense of humour. Um, creative, very creative. And, um, what do you love about yourself? I don't know. Your beautiful heart, your your free, beautiful spirit. Sure. Your willingness yep. to help people. <laughs> how much you care about people. Yeah, I guess. Like, I guess how, my willingness to help. Like, I how think, much you brighten up a room. Sure, your, that's your really positivity, nice. <laughs> your outgoing nature. There is so much to you. I could list off fifty. Isn't it funny that we can list a thousand things for our friends, but yeah. actually, sometimes to do things about ourselves can be yeah. like, woo. Yeah, but that's personality's not so hard. Personality's not so hard, and for me, if I'd done that two years earlier than this class, I would have struggled. Yes. But then I was like, oh my god, I've just met this guy who's just been gassing me up for the last two years. I could write a fucking novel on my horse. <laughs> and that might sound really cocky to some people, and it might not sit well. But that's coming from a place of years of doing work and looking inward and actually figuring that out. Yeah. And I'd done a little bit of this on my own before the class, anyway, like prior. Yeah. And so that was cool. So then the next exercise was, okay, now I want you to write down three things you love physically about yourself. Oh, no, thank you. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not from absolutely me. Absolutely not. And I actually couldn't. My it ears. Was, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, it was a weird thing for me because, again, I'd done the work and I met Sam and I was very confident and I yeah was in the best shape of my life and the best mental state, but it's still really hard to put pen to paper and write that stuff down. Um and because I, you know, I'd got to a place where I could look in the mirror and not hate myself anymore, but actually putting it down and vocalizing it out loud was all just too much. There was quite a big disconnect there for me. So, yeah, yeah I wrote my ears. That was my first one. I've got They're nice and little. We've both got teeny tiny yep, little, little ears. ears. My ear canals are actually Your so ears are so small, tiny compared to mine. But the ear canals are so, so, so small. Are so small. small, they're smaller than a newborn baby, and I have to get them suctioned. And I've got a book, I've got one booked in for tomorrow. Does it mean it's hard for you to hear? No, no. surely enough, I don't miss a bloody track, <laughs> so I have to get them suctioned anyway. So I wrote my ears, I wrote um, my right foot. Um, if anyone knows me, um, the left foot ain't too shabby, missing two toenails. So my right foot is something that I you're like. just absolutely beautiful, prized yeah. possession. And so then I'm sitting there like, fuck, what's the third thing? And I'm just like, 
honestly sweating because everyone's written theirs. Some girls are like, oh my God, yay, and writing all these beautiful things. I think I wrote like my eyelashes or something. And like, I just, I couldn't think. I was just like, what the fuck can I write my eyelashes? Yes. So we all had to go around the room then and, and say that. And it was such a big flag for me because I was surrounded by about 10 other girls in this dance class and majority of them were writing the most beautiful things like about themselves. Things about the outs, yeah. They loved their eyes, they loved their heart, they loved their hair, they loved their booty, they loved their waist, they loved their boobs. And I was like, how, it was empowering for me, but it was also a time of like, Laura, do you really not love anything about yourself? Like really work on that. So I did, I worked on that, um, but it's still very hard to you know, say these things out loud. Um, and then the last part of the exercise. So while I'm saying this, guys, this is all your homework. This is absolutely <laughs> not homework. So you're going to go to bed tonight and write three things you love about your personality, which we've done on the personality episode. But do it again. Why not? Do it again. Do it again. Then three things you love physically about yourself. And if I was to talk about mine now, after years on from that, two years on, mine would be my beautiful green eyes, which I never used to embrace. But now I get, I've always had compliments on them. But never took them seriously. I just yes. thought people were trying to be nice to the fat friend, so they'd just comment on my eyes. No, and now I'm like, stunning. actually, I've got green eyes. It's very it's unique and like beautiful. It's only 4% of people in the world, apparently. Um, oh, I don't really have another one. No, I do. Um, uh, my teeth. Yeah, that's because mum and Tim paid for braces, and my hair. I'm really vibing my hair at the moment. Yeah, Hagrid's so not long. so Hagrid anymore. I know Hagrid's doing well today. Hagrid's like your hair's surpassing the nip. Uh, I know. I never that's thought that all. it could do that. I never so, knew it was possible. I didn't think it was possible. Um, and so the third exercise that you're all going to do, and that we had to do in a dance class in the dance studio, the t our dance teacher Kat put on a song, a slowish song, and we all stood in front of the mirror. And we had to look deep into our eyes and let the song play through for the entire song and see what comes up. I honestly get anxiety, you say that. Face. I, I, I look I look down at my wrist, I'm touching with fidgeting. my hand. She's fidgeting. Oh, I couldn't do it. You I can. Think, no, and but like, do it. No, you're gonna tell the listeners next I, week. <laughs> I'm definitely the kind of girl that's not gonna do her homework and I'll say the dog ate it. But it's and probably like me, my dog eats everything. But I, I don't know if I could do it. Mirror, I couldn't. I just mirror can't. work. It's called mirror work and it's very confronting and I hadn't done it before and she put on a slow song. I mean, you're not going to go put on fucking apple bottom jeans. Like, it's going to be like... Everyone's going to be like, boats You're going like, to twerk it off. I can't remember what song it was, but it was... It was a lot, and I just looked into my little green eyes, and I was like, a lot of like my mummy trauma was coming up. A lot of um, like guilt about being away from my family came up. It didn't wasn't a lot of like self like love or was it like looking at you going, I don't love this about me. Like what? Like you know, wasn't like thinking oh yeah, about I wasn't looking at myself in a negative stuff. way because at that point I did love myself. So and I, I guess was okay. other people might have, but you yeah. I feel like when we've talked about this, you said that some girls like got really upset as well, oh, and then some people yeah. were loving it. So I yeah, so I cried because I there was like other things coming up for me. One girl was totally feeling herself, like absolutely into it, and she is one of the most empowering women I've ever met. She just loves herself top to top. And that's never been in a cocky way. That's no, but she just so I, I love me. Yeah. Um. One girl hysterically laughed the whole time. She couldn't do it. I that, think that would be yeah, me, or I just saw because she would feel so awkward. And probably five or six of the girls were just bawling their eyes out, just crying. And one actually walked out of the studio, and one just looked down at her belly button. She's like, I couldn't look at myself in the yeah, eyes, so I just picked somewhere to look and looked at my belly button. 
So that was like a really, but it was such a big emotional breakthrough. And when we reflected on it at the next workshop, uh, it was really um, inspiring what came out for women. A lot of people then went and did like their own self-worth at home or anything that came up into the forefront of their mind. They went and addressed that, any triggers that came up. Um, and it was a really beautiful experience. And I've had... Um, I've had a couple of friends do it and who didn't ever think that they could do it if they did get through and yeah, it was a big release. Cool. So your homework today, three things you love about your personality, tick, three things you love about yourself physically, tick, and pick a song, probably not like Adele, like someone like you, that might be a little bit like, never mind, I'll find Yeah, like, maybe, but not Melody, but like, yeah, um, just like some, maybe just an what about, what about that? I am woman, I, I am, am fearless, yeah, yeah. I am sexy, I'm divine. Is that Surely the word? that's a, yeah. But like, yes. Yeah, so or I, even slower. A eh? little, I would Nora, Nora Jones, is that her name? Yeah, Nora. She's quite slow. Yeah. She's quite slow, Jen. Maybe we think of one and we could put it on our page to tell tell the gals and the pals out there. But again, whatever song chooses you as well. Yeah, you true. might something might come to your brain right now and be like, okay, that might be a song that's gonna help. It's really to just to shed a few layers and tap into that emotional state that you wouldn't normally tap into. Yeah. Um and it is it's very confronting, so please do it in a in a time where you are not, you know, emotionally drained um maybe just feeling you know on a normal day and just light some candles i oh, know you kind of need the light on we have the light on dim the light maybe um you know have some time to yourself for half an hour play a song and just see what comes up and then if you need to lie on your bed and cry or do some journaling or, or something do some journaling or walk out of there and be like what the fuck was laura going on about that was the stupidest shit okay, i ever like, done i fucking love me i love me and i actually played an entire album i played the entire high <laughs> and school I musical into my soul. i just stared into my soul and worked it for the entire duration of britney's slay for you album oh there my God, you go. that would literally be me so yeah i think to tie off the horrific louise wallace comment a little bit of an insight into our yeah, body image journey yeah. um that you can you can be beautiful and it doesn't need to be anything about numbers i will say one last thing before we part i um as i had bow and stuff and i kind of hang out on social media a little bit more and things i um got approached by some brands to wear clothes and stuff and i yeah. know I, I follow a lot of amazing women on um, instagram especially that are plus size and it's their brand and that's what they talk about and they yeah. really do love themselves and um, I'm so proud of them and I love I love following them for that but I just want to say if anybody follows me like I do get lots of comments about what I wear and people love what I wear yeah, and, stuff, and so it's cool to be able to yeah, yeah so it's so cool to be able to share some things like I bought do it from you, here I did this do I did your that tiktoks and your reels yes yeah. love a bit of that but what I do find really difficult is that I struggle to sit in a place where I'm comfortable as like um, I don't want to be known as Courtney the plus size person or like the, or like I don't want people to be like, oh I follow her, she's a plus size creator, or I yeah. follow her, she she posts cool plus size outfits. Yeah. Like that's really cool. And I know there's people out there that that's their branding and that's what they do and it really resonates with them and I'm really proud of them because there is a place for those people and yeah. I think if that's where they're comfortable sitting and they want to like be body those, positivity. Absolutely. Curvy, curvy if they want to post themselves in a bikini, I 100% love that yeah. and I think that's so cool that they um, are sharing that because yeah. it's really important to see different body types and I just love seeing a girl who loves themselves despite their yeah. size. Like, good for you. 
I really don't like that for me though. Like I don't want people to see me as like a plus size something. I just want to be seen as Courtney. Yeah, it's and not. Oh, you're so beautiful for a plus size girl. No, no, I'm just you Courtney. You're just beautiful. I mean, that's, that's really kind. It. You're but, yeah. beautiful, full stop. Like I wouldn't go to Laura and be like, "Wow, Laura, you yeah. are so beautiful for someone that has hair almost past their tits." Yeah. Or you're so beautiful <laughs> for a Maori. For a Maori girl. Yeah. Like, or you're so beautiful for an Asian girl, or like, you yeah. know, anything. Like, it's take not that away. take those away. Like, just. Compliment people and then be done. And, and be period. Done. Like, yeah. You are beautiful, full stop. Not for a big girl yeah. or for a whatever. It might be someone posting um, about their book reviews or about their fashion reviews yes. and getting sent some clothes to try. Or it could be about skincare or it could be about hair or yeah. food or cleaning products. Like, And just leave it at that. Just and enjoy it, following them yes. like for who they are. And I think... I guess it kind of has been in my brain because I picked up all of this kind of, I wouldn't call it work because it's very casual, but like I picked up some of this branding stuff because I, because I was plus size. Like, like Fashion Week? Yes, I did. I, I modeled for Fashion Week for Ruby and Rain and then That's the dress so I'm wearing. Cool. And, you know, I got gifted a lot of things to share on my socials and stuff, but I never got that when I was a size 14, 16 because A, I didn't have the followers at the time and B, um, I just didn't, like I was in a mid-size range, yeah, right? Yeah. So now that we are embracing bodies more, which is so exciting, it's obviously trying to find creators and people out there that want to yeah. share that. And so I love that and I'm so into it. I love sharing clothing. I love, but I don't want to be known as a plus-size person. I just want to be yeah. known as me. Just as and, me. Yeah, and I just want that. And I know there's lots of people out there that want that too, but then there's also people that love being on the other end yeah. and um, sharing their plus size journey. And I think that's great. Yeah. But that's, that's I think something really, too. That's really important and really proud of you for expressing that, Courtney, because yeah. um, it is really important for people to Again, be mindful of the words that they're using. And I bet you've had messages in your inbox like, you're so pretty for a plus size, or I love your plus size I got journey, a really interesting like, message of that. And, I, and I, like, the thing is, is, I would never go off on anyone because I know it's coming from a really kind yeah. place. But I got a message the other day in one of my things that was like, um, oh, it's so nice to see a teacher that looks like, you know, that plus size teacher that looks like me because all the other teachers around us are so small and skinny and it feels really, and I knew that she was saying it from a place of it's so nice to see someone who looks like yeah. me in my profession and I knew that it was kind. So I was like, oh, it is. I said, it's really important for children to see all types of bodies and celebrate yeah. and love them. Yeah. Um, and Big she was like, absolutely. Tall, short, yeah. Clear, all but I make. think sometimes, yeah, people, um, it's sometimes it's just, it's just trying, to, trying to relate to you because yeah, sometimes they, you don't know, you don't see people who look like you. Yeah. And you just want to be like, wow, she looks like me and I love that yeah. dress. I can wear that dress. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so it's interesting because I've always got so much positivity now from gaining weight in that area and that's bizarre to me. Oh, so I like, I've got all this attention, and I put that as a quotations, attention and positivity post gaining weight. Wow. Because of the opportunities that sport me, like like the clothing collaborations and yeah. stuff. Whereas I didn't have that pause. So that kind of challenges my brain a little bit because I'm like, hang on, I'm not comfortable in my skin at the moment. I don't like what I look like. However, I'm getting so much positivity and praise yeah. because of the opportunities that brought me. So yeah. it's very weird. That is a weird It's really strange to be in. To be but in. I just want to let everyone know, I'm obviously not preaching from a place of loving my body. I really don't. I'm not going to lie to you. I love it because it birthed my beautiful son. Preach. And I love it yeah. because it's carried me through some really hard traumas. But because of those things, I look different and I feel different. And so I have to accept that. 
or I have to change it. So yeah. at the moment, I'm busy and I I feel a bit overwhelmed and I'm not ready to work on and that's it. Okay. I go to the gym occasionally. I'm trying to start up a new one. Peace out. I went to dance classes when they were happening, but they're not happening anymore. But oh yeah, we saw there's a really cool dance class coming to Hamilton, so we'll keep our eyes peeled for that Let's one. Go and Instagram search. Okay, now ladies, and honestly, it I am like looks counting amazing. down. They'll be so, here in August. I'm so I think excited. We have to go because honestly, I, I just can't wait. I offered to teach. That is my. To teach. Did you good girl because you've always been so all about like doing that but you'll be so great oh i know i don't i'm like i just don't have the creative space oh, to, choreograph. To, to create my own content right but you could she, do it for her yeah oh, so absolutely she, so she said that she wants to come down and start the classes here and then yeah let yes, me know so. if she <gasps> needs any teaching i will attend every single one of your classes because that is the kind of exercise that excites me that's oh, the kind of movement i need but life. also i um am trying to do some work at the moment and break through why i've got such a blockage to create my own content and like my own choreography and I keep using excuses like we've got a tiny house I can't practice anywhere. do you think it's like you're worried that people will judge it because you made it up or is it just that you no, feel blocked I just you don't can't believe do it. in myself because I'm right. better at just learning someone's choreography as opposed to creating my own because it's and quite actually, hard sometimes if it, like choreography some choreographers are really like quick and they can do it like yeah. there's that really cool YouTube channel I watch all the time where they get given a song and they have to make it up and some of them will sit there and be like, I did this in 20 minutes. And some of them are like, I did them in 24 like, hours. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you'll have to touch I'll show it to you. It's yeah. really cool. And so I feel like maybe you just have a bit more of a, like, a methodical plan. Yeah. And you like yeah. to, you know, it might well, take I'm you longer. Well, I'm a bit more structured and processed. Yeah. And that comes with my developer and consistent Clifton strength. But for me, I um, need to just work through that. Because my incredible dance teacher, Kat, would turn up on a Tuesday and be like, I just created this on my lunch break in the corner Oh, of the that's what Alexis room. is like. She's yeah. like, oh, I just whipped this bad boy yeah. up. I'm like, are you kidding and me? And see, like, dancing comes natural to me. And I'm, I'm good at dancing. But choreography doesn't. So that's not where I lie. But my goal since moving back was to, yeah, create my own woman empowerment, like, um, class and workshops and get girls from all ages, well, probably 18 plus because it would be a bit raunchy, um, but all levels, all experiences, and come along and just do it on like a Sunday and learn like a sassy routine. Crowdfund, absolutely. Crowdfund, like a heels routine, and just um, just bring all the beautiful wahine together and well, do a lot of self -love. You know I'll be there. Yay! So that's kind of, I should really just put it here. I want to create it some, it some stuff by Christmas. Universe. 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 Um, universe on that note, we're 64 minutes in, but we've got to do... Absolutely not. I'm just making some ASMR. We'll do short, short, sharp ones today. All right. You go. Bucket lists. Three, two, one. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. I, don't I know. personally don't have any bucket lists, but I think if I was dying, I'd probably want to take some things yeah, off. Yeah, I don't have one written down in my journal, um, but like I've got things that I would like to achieve, but it's yeah. not like by the time I'm 50, like... I'm not really massively goal oriented. Yeah, so I'm probably, but like some not. people have got like ten things. Like, I want to skydive. I want to run with the oh, lions. Yeah. I want to swim with the dolphins. I and I'm like zero to all those things. Zero I'd rather to just live. Yeah, I just want to be um, rich and successful with financial freedom. Is that a bucket list idea? Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Um, using chopsticks correctly. What do you mean? Um, so what I mean by that is um, when you go to a, like a restaurant, like the other day we went to a beautiful Japanese restaurant, and like. You know, you get a rice dish ordered with curry and you're like really yeah. trying hard to use the chocolate oh, yes. but you, you really gym. just need to ask for a fork. You need to ask for a fork. I will I never used to use chopsticks before meeting Sam and he's very well travelled and cultured, so he was teaching me how to use them. 
And so I'm not good at them, but I'll always give it a go. Yeah. And I do like to eat my sushi with them because soy sauce hands sticky. But I haven't ate, eaten sushi since St. Pierre's when oh I, I spewed it out. Yeah, with the gastro. I'm never going to be able to bring it ever again. But I don't know if it was the St. Pierre's or well, if it was Well, I was the fine, so I'm going to say it's yeah, the gastro. It was the gastro. Um, I absolutely go for the chopsticks every time, but if I'm getting a really ricey dish, I'll always have a fork on hand. Yeah, no. Nice. Because sometimes you get a bit sick of just picking up one granule of rice. Do you know what's really gross? No. Do you know what chopsticks are also good for? Getting hair out of your shower drain. Oh god, I don't know what you were just going to say then. I don't know why my my thought went straight to the buttocks. I don't know when you're like getting hair out of the rice, like <laughs> getting hair out of my behind. Your behind. No, I googled how to get like blocked hair out of the drain once, and it said chopsticks. And I thought this was at my London flat, and I pulled out. I can't even describe to you the fucking amount of caked up hair. That had probably been stuck down there for three years. And it from, wasn't even yours. From like 20 kiwis in that house. That's Ugh. worse when you have to pull up somebody else's No, but I, I loved that shit. Sick. No, I loved it. But it, like, it had a smell as well. Yeah. Get it out of here. Okay. Oh. That's oh. I read the last one. Putting stuff back in the wrong place at the supermarket. Three, two, one. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. Okay, I am guilty though. If I'm like, <laughs> if it's, I knew you were gonna say absolutely not. If I'm like at the counter or I'm about to like serve, get served, and I'm like, oh no, I don't actually need those music bars, and then I'm down the music bar, I'll put music bars are way down the other end. I'll just put them there. <gasps> That's bad, eh? Yeah, I'm a, I'm probably like that one out of a thousand times. I'll okay, do it. good girl. But um, I'll usually walk back and put things back. But then I get embarrassed that I put stuff back, and I I think. I wonder what people think that I, why I'm putting this back. It's either um, she can't afford it, which it's happened to me a yes. lot when I've done my budget in London, and then I think you can't put it back because of COVID. I know. The I know the amount of times that I've touched it and I've gone, oh no, but, uh, people have seen me touch it and I've not touched it, you're going to put it back. But do you know what the best power the best power the best feeling is when you go and put something back and it's in front of one of the workers and you're like yes i'm a good customer putting back the chocolate i'm the chocolate thinking aisle. of you yes. i'm thinking of you but did you hear on the news in australia someone fucking put a roast chick uh, rotisserie chicken and left it in the freezer by the roast chickens they talked about it on cdm so some bitch grabbed a rotisserie chicken a hot chook and they must have thought actually you know what um, i want to get a frozen one instead and left a hot chicken in a freezer Dumb bitch. Um, so uh, that's my biggest pet peeve is when I walk around the supermarket is seeing people, like, people that have just put sausages back on the thing. I'm like, well, now what? No one can use that's those. That's absolutely wasteful. That's you could have just walked back and put them away. Or go to the checkout and say, I'm really sorry. When you're doing it, I don't need these anymore. Because they'll fill up a trolley and they return it yeah, all. Yeah, well, they just ring a ding, ding. John, ring you a ding, ding. back by the sausages. Thanks, John. I know. Um, so it's an absolutely not put everything back, even the music bars. Um... Going toilet at the wrong time, e.g. Um, Laura Watson, who always has wee anxiety, and every time needs to go for a wee wherever I go. E.g. E.g. Matt, every time we get in the car, oh, we need to do a poo, we need to do a wee, and I'm like, well, yeah. hold it, like, literally suck it back inside of you, I don't get it. Like, but, like, Courtney, that's a gift if you can do that. Like, I honestly pee probably, like, ten times a day, because I drink, like, two and a half litres of Whereas I will go wees or poos in the morning, I'll go to work, and I will not need to go until 4pm at the end that later. Freak, that freaks me out. It's... It oh. makes me so annoyed though. I'm like, Matt, as a woman who has birthed a child, if I can suck my wee's back up inside <laughs> of me, you can tie a knot at the end of your willy and hold it. <laughs> Honestly. Hold it. I just don't I don't tie it in a knot. Can you tie it in a bow? Can you throw it off your shoulder like a continental soldier? Do your ears hang low? <laughs> and that's a 
Michelle rap to finish the track. We rap, 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 it up. Rap, 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 wrap it up. Fuck you, Louise. Fuck you. <laughs> Get sorry. off the TV. Sorry, I was like, we aren't gonna bash her. Although earlier I did say fuck that bitch, and I'm really sorry. I was just really angry about that. Yes, yeah, I didn't really mean it, Hannah. I was just, I was just saying that because you made me upset, and you, not your you, opinions were rude. It's not you, it's me, but it's kind of you. It's kind well. of you. It's kind of you. Yeah. Um. You know, take us again with a grain of salt. If we've said something that was a little offensive to Louise, we're sorry, but like she needs to do some work and look in the mirror later to um Adele yeah you go girl all right team let us know how your little homework goes and I will be putting a poll out on the page for everybody to say yes Laura I did the mirror work and now I'm free from all my trauma <laughs> <laughs> I'm fixed I'm, I'm healed I'm, I'm healed. amazing I'm healed love laugh love we're gonna live laugh love we're gonna live laugh love we're gonna live and laugh and live laugh love we're gonna mail that okay guys bye